everybody, and welcome to the Blessed Life Podcast. My name is Eric, Discipleship Pastor at New Life Lutheran Church. Thank you for joining us today. We just got done with our series on discipleship, introducing the idea of discipleship, and we used the book of Colossians to help us understand what it means to be a Christian and what it means to live with God and to grow in His grace. And what we discovered is that uh, being a Christian is really about inhabiting God's grace for us. It's about inhabiting the work of God and walking in the life that we have in Jesus. And I want to continue our conversation on discipleship, but shifting the emphasis into the habits that we have as a disciple and as disciples. So we are going to spend the next several weeks talking about the habits of a disciple. These are things that every disciple does, should do, and will do if they are following Jesus. So there are seven habits that we're going to explore over the next seven episodes. The first one is learning and growth, or as you may have heard it, uh, this is the idea of sanctification, of growth in God's grace. The second is hearing the word. The third is prayer, then worship, vocation, neighboring, and generosity. Over the next seven weeks, we're going to explore these seven habits that all disciples have And today we're going to talk about learning and growth, or how sanctification happens in the life of a believer. So before we jump into these habits, I do want to do a little bit of uh, defining what it is that we're talking about. The first thing I want to define is a disciple. A disciple is an apprentice, somebody who is apprenticed to a master. Uh, Back in the days of Jesus, the word disciple could have been used for all sorts of things. Uh, from carpenter to other tradesperson, even all the way to someone who is studying to become a rabbi. They would be a disciple of a rabbi. So this is a general word for somebody who is apprenticing themselves to a master craftsman or a master in their field, and they are growing to take part in that field. So a disciple then, in the context of Christianity, a disciple is a spirit-filled follower or apprentice of Jesus, inhabiting and growing in the grace of God. That's what a disciple is. A spirit-filled follower or apprentice of Jesus, inhabiting and growing in the grace of God. So discipleship, then, is the process of inhabiting and growing in the grace of God. So we are following Jesus into God's grace, and we are always being drawn to God by the person of Jesus. If you go back and listen to the last several episodes as we talk about discipleship um, and discipleship in the book of Colossians, you'll get a more fulsome explanation of this. But essentially, the biblical story shows us that we are new creatures in Christ. We are made new by the work of Jesus Christ, by his death and resurrection. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. And now we presently live in the kingdom of God with Jesus as our king. And we are inhabiting this new kingdom, and we are inhabiting God's grace and promises for us. And so the promise of discipleship is this, is that Jesus is always drawing us to himself. He is always pulling us as our king and as our master. He is pulling us closer and closer to himself and closer and closer to God. When we are made a new creature in our baptism, when we are filled with the Spirit, our lives are no longer just a series of loosely connected events. 
or random events. Now, in our lives, because we are marked with Christ, everything has meaning. Everything in our life is used by God for our good and to draw us closer to him. God is always at work. And this is the promise of discipleship. This means that in our life, we can always be growing and learning about God's grace for us and in our lives. And it means that as we experience things in in our life, these things are not random, they are not meaningless, but are imbued with meaning because we are in Christ. And God is going to use those things to grow us to be more like Christ and to draw us closer to Jesus. This means that we can always be growing and learning about God's grace because God is constantly at work. We can look at our lives and see that they're not meaningless, see that the things that happen to us are no longer meaningless, but they are ways that God is guiding and teaching us and drawing us close to him. Everything in our life fits. Everything in our life is used by God. And so we have this new mode of operating where we pay attention to God. We pay attention to what he has done for us and what he is doing to us. And there's a tool that we can use to pay attention to God. There's a tool that we can use to begin to cultivate this new way of seeing our life and new way of seeing all these things that happen to us. And it's a tool from the education world. It's called the learning circle. The world of education uses the learning circle to talk about teaching children and also teaching adults how to learn and how to learn a subject. And there is a great organization called the 3D Movement that has taken this learning circle and they have shown how Jesus's own teaching and the way that he guides and leads his people is in this similar fashion, that we are designed to learn this way and that he has given us a way to see our life and to see his own teachings within this learning circle. So we borrow this from the education world, but when we examine Jesus's own teaching in his own life, we see that he uses these same patterns. And so this learning circle can help us cultivate um, our own vision for our life. It can help us cultivate a way for us to look at and see what's going on. If you imagine a circle that is split in half vertically, so there are two halves, the right half and the left half, as you learn something or as you experience something, you can go through six steps to grow through that thing and to grow in that experience or to learn a subject in the education world. The first half, the right half of the circle, you can imagine an arrow going all the way around the circle. You start at the top, you go to the right, go past the bottom, go up the left, and then you're back at the top. You're back at the beginning where you started. You start at the top and you go to the right. That first half of the circle, the right half of the circle, is all about reflecting on what happened or what you're learning. The Christian word for this would be repenting. You are examining yourself, you are examining what happened. And you are repenting of anything you've done. And then that second half, the left half of the circle, as you go back around the circle toward the top, is in the Christian way that we see this would be believing, trusting in Jesus, moving away from our own understanding, and moving into greater and greater faith in Jesus Christ. So that first half of the circle would be examining, reflecting, or repenting 
And the second half of the circle is believing or responding to what God is doing in that moment. And this idea of learning in this way has to be, from a Christian perspective, uh, a spirit-filled endeavor. This has to be done in prayer. And that's really what this learning circle is for. It's a way for us to pray through and discuss with others what goes on in our life. So when something happens to us, it can be good or bad, big or small, because remember, nothing is wasted. Everything fits in our lives. We can use this learning circle to process what happened and to grow from it and grow into God's grace. Now, each half of this circle has three steps to it. The first half, we are examining what happened. So the first step is observe. The second step is reflect. And the third step is discuss. So first is observation. This is simply the raw facts of what happened. So it's, it's you sitting down and recounting in your prayer life or with another disciple, with another believer, recounting exactly what happened in this particular situation. Again, it can be good. It can be bad. It can be neutral. It can be small or big. It's just sitting down and remembering and recounting what happened. And then you reflect on the situation. Why did it happen? What motivated you? Why did you say what you said? Why did that, that person say what they said? How did, uh, how did the situation make you feel? And how did you respond to that situation? So you're asking the why question to the situation. And then the third one is discuss. Again, this can happen in prayer with God. You can be speaking to the Holy Spirit and discussing this with the Holy Spirit. Or you can discuss this with another believer a way to process and grow together. And so this discuss portion is really about processing the information and processing what you have experienced and exploring the, these observation and reflection situations. You're exploring what happened and why it happened and you're discussing it with somebody else because lots of times when you bring it to somebody else, uh, when you bring it to God in prayer or when you bring it to a brother or sister in Christ, uh, they help you see things that you didn't see before. So this discuss portion helps you clarify exactly what happened and why it did. And then as we move to the second half of that circle, the believing in God or responding, out of that ob observation, reflection, and discussion, what you're going to find is you're going to find that you did some things right, you did some things wrong, there are some things that you may have to follow up with if there if the situation involves other people. Uh, you may realize that there are ways that you need to change the way that you responded or change the way that you thought about a situation. And so then you make a plan. You make a plan of what to do next or what to do if this situation ever happens again. You create some action steps to help you uh, move forward in your faith and to grow in God's grace. And then you partner with another believer. You partner and you call other believers to help you stay accountable. So you need to be discipling alongside of other people. You need to be following Jesus alongside other people. So you partner with them and they help you stay accountable to your actions. And then you act. Then you do that thing that you have committed to. This is a simple tool that we can re that we can use to reframe the way we look at our life and what happens to us. Through these two halves of 
examining ourselves and examining God's word. And the second half of the circle is believing in what God has said about us and responding to what God has said and responding in obedience to Jesus. We can learn to grow and have a life of continual growth, continual exploration of God's grace. There is a great promise in discipleship that everything is used for God's glory and everything is used for our good and for our growth in grace. God is always drawing us closer to him. And discipleship is the opportunity for us to grow into God, to become more holy, more sanctified is the, uh, the churchy word for that. And to always be learning and growing and inhabiting the grace of God in Jesus Christ. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week and we'll see you later.